Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Come in here. Come here. Yeah. Let let San yeah. San talk to you. San San, like well, San San. That's cool. You're right, looking, Cam. You look a little upset, cross. You know I am. I'm oh glad no. You're, I'm glad you're asking. Oh no, it's not happening. Uh, it's happening. It's happening. What? It's like when I. Uh, it's kind of like when. <laughs> it's like when Ma'am told Webster when he was being punished for but, getting in that clock too many times. Yeah. Honey, Camille, you've gotten in that clock a lot. What? You've gotten in the clock too many times. But I watched. Ma'am told you not to go in. This ma'am, this me, I told you not to go in that clock when I called you to eat your supper and you didn't do it. So I'm going to let you go, Camille. What? I know. Do you not like me? Out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Do you hate me? No, you're the best person ever. You're the best. You're one of the best people I've ever had on the ship. Really? Yet my department heads hate you. Oh, yeah. I talked to all of them. They convinced me to let you go. So, uh, it's get some caboodles for you. This is debauchery. Get off the boat now. Okay. <laughs> it's not me. I keep you on if I can. I, I like to give chance after chance after chance <laughs> after chance. I can't do that. Department heads won't work with you anymore. <laughs> can't have you on my boat. Not my choice. Not my choice. Debauchery. This is debauchery, to this be honest. This is below deck. Diary Don't. of a Decade. 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 Season 10, episode 9. This is an encore episode this for reality. This is an encore Gay. episode. That's what we're calling it, an encore. Yeah. An on- or reprise. Is it an encore? It's more like a reprise. Because um, it's... No, it's called a fuck up. <laughs> tell, the, tell the listening audience what happened. Well, we recorded I, I this take, on Monday, by the way. I was way. taking care of my dad who has fake cancer. Not anymore. Oh, shit, he died. I can't use that one. Yep. <laughs> Not anymore. Nope. Well, my my my, my sick dog. Nope. Um, She's dead, too. <laughs> shit! Y'all, I deleted the episode accidentally. There we go. Deleted it accidentally. For the record, I thought you don't you- have to apologize to me. You just have to apologize <laughs> to our listening audience. <laughs> I knew it was too good to be true. Poodle was really nice about this yesterday and actually really sweet. And I got off the phone and I thought, did he pull a mother poodle and say, you'll pay for this we on all, the show? We all make horrible, egregious mistakes <laughs> affecting business partners all the time. <laughs> Without giving a thought, really. All I ask is for <sighs> things to be in two places, and that was not done. That's all I ask. It wasn't. Yeah. It happens. This is only our second time we've deleted an episode. Yeah. It, on the second time we deleted an episode, and then the... It was the exact we, same problem. Are we recording? Um, okay, yeah. yeah. And the first, then we then we recorded an episode without pressing the recording button. Wait, that, that was on both of us. <laughs> that was on both. Ah! 
That was in the early days. I think that was in the early days. I'm looking at different recorders now, and I'm, I'm basically I'm in a state now. This is never happening again. I'm trying to find the perfect answering machine. I will murder you. I'm trying to find the perfect answering machine like your mother. And I do say one. I don't love it, but I love that the record button is like half of the device, and it shows up big and red and lights up. It's kind of what we need. And then it says, transfer the file, asshole. <laughs> Can we get attachment that I does that? I think I just deleted it from my computer accidentally. And I, and I told you, and I then got, I was telling you on the phone, I'm like, did you delete your trash? You're like, yeah. I'm like, you don't have to do that. That's a fail safe. Well, I'm used to, I'm used to Miss, uh, what was her name? Miss, uh, uh, she was a computer teacher. See, I was um, told not to, you can trash it, but then like my, my computer teacher said, kind of like with, with the seasons or the end of the month, you can throw out my stuff. My teacher said, oh, don't keep it on there. You'll have, you'll t- we'll take up space on your computer. But that's when basically our computers had like no space. One meg of space. Yes. Yes, and when I used to download porn and it took all my... But I don't download porn anymore. I even download porn and I had plenty of space on my computer. Uh, your last computer was completely full. That's That's true. why you had to get a new computer. That yeah. and the screen fell off. <laughs> it did. The screen <laughs> fell off so, my computer. Actually, yes. That um, computer had seen some shit. <laughs> it just went, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I almost threw it out myself. The fact that I was saying this is your business, it ran on that. <laughs> that laptop lasts me like eight years. You taped it with tape, the screen. It, it was still on there. It just was a little loose. He's so fucking cheap, y'all. <laughs> it's not cheap. I want to get as much out of things as I can. I think you did. <laughs> Remember the Dell laptop? Oh. <laughs> oh. And mine was that too, because that's when I was. But y'all, we all we that all laptop. hung on to Adele in our twenties longer than we should have, oh. but we couldn't afford anything else. That could kill a person if I hit them in the head with that thing. It was thing. so heavy. <laughs> it was so heavy. I had one too, little gray ones with the white outline. Boom, boom, boom. boom. <sighs> you kind of like towards the last year, you just never knew if it was going to start up that. Mine day. sounded like a weed eater. It would go. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, as if you had a Dell. <laughs> Made my hands hot yes. when I typed on it. Just kind of burning. Um, yeah, so this is the second time we're doing this episode. Yeah, a reprise. Below decks. It's not a reprise. <laughs> it's a failing. But, um, and I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll share that with you. I'll share that failure, even though I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, because I'm. Thank you, San San. Yeah. <laughs> Diary of a Dickie. Yeah. Uh, what would Captain Sandy say to me? If I deleted it, what would Captain Sandy say? You know, you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) How? Ah, dang. (laughs) You know, you got to be punished for something like that. (laughs) Can't have you on my boat anymore. That's a really egregious thing. That's like something I did when I used to do drugs and alcohol. (laughs) That's a rookie mistake, man. She would say rookie. That's a rookie mistake. Oh. Anyway, speaking of Below Deck, y'all, but, uh, I believe it's already up. I was on uh, Lee and Castillo's pa- podcast. Everyone is terrible. Everyone. Um, so, And they are. Yeah. I, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, As we started the show, he said, <laughs> how's your dad doing? <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't recorded. And I said, he's dead. Died last year. But I got your. And he said, I'm terrible. <clears throat> said you are allegedly 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 anyway y'all so that is uh so let's just jump in. a digital worldwide moment to get your tickets on our link tree our event with mary Payne. we're excited about reality it. shade reality shade 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 uh shade. we've we've sold thirty eight thousand tickets no we haven't um but it's unlimited so we can't sell out I am unlimited. What's that stupid song? I hate That's not even half the melody. I hate that musical unlimited. theater. Unlimited. I hate that music. I don't, that song. I don't hate I don't hate a lot of the songs in Wicked. Um I think there's four or five numbers that are really good. I do too. Then there's the rest of it, which is absolute dreck. Like, unlimited is not a good word to sing. 
Stephen Schwartz has had a problem with that his whole career. Um, but think about it. I'm, I'm not going to go into this because it'll take for a long time and you'll <laughs> snore on the microphone. No, I won't. I won't. I won't. It, I won't. It has if you 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 has certain sounds that do sound good uh-huh. and they kind of sound like other things. Uh-huh. And she, he repeats the word unlimited and rhymes it well. Um, I'm not snoring. But not what I hate is I had a vision almost like a prophecy, mm. which doesn't you rhyme. Which doesn't rhyme with me. Oh, it no. rhymes with mophacy. Actually, I take the snore back. That's repugnant. It rhymes with mophacy. And I, which is, is not, which I know, word? no, no, but I'm saying, it's like saying, you know Mophacy? what rhymes with orange? Norange. <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> nothing rhymes with prophecy. What? Or loftacy. Or, or, um, actually, I can come up with something. Uh, off prophecy with. Oftacy? Uh, oftacy. Oftacy rhymes with prophecy. Oftacy. You have to pronounce it the right way. Oftacy, prophecy. I wasn't but, bored. I enjoyed but that. With actually. me does not rhyme. I'm going to stop talking. No, because but, wait, I want to go back. Mophacy is not a word. Why did they use that? You mean a vision like a prophecy, then rhymed it with with me? Oh, I thought she. I thought he used the word. I thought he made up the word mophacy. We need to move on. Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay. I I was, <laughs> I was too far ahead of you in the conversation and. I don't know, Nick. My my Nick and my resentment toward well. you for, for for deleting is not going to handle all. It's not going to handle a lot of these patient discussions. So y'all, the undoing of Camille is complete. She it is now. Let's get one thing straight. Camille was a terrible, terrible deck stew. Terrible. She was a terrible employee. She it was wretched. not a good person on the ship. No. She her her attitude was garbage. Hot garbage yeah um she should have in in earlier seasons of below deck because of this captain lee captain sandy transfer that's one thing but i still think they kept her longer even with captain lee yeah i still think they kept her on too long uh, too longer uh one episode longer than they should have this is episode nine this is like halfway in to the oh we're halfway through the season yeah, you could have seen on the first charter it wasn't going to work. Um, and it, I, yeah. I do think they kept her around for the drama. Um, did she get in some good, good one-liners? I mean, did you think that she would go on a tour of a tour of shame? Just as you might as well had the bell just to every single person saying, "I have hey, some goodbyes to say to people who actually like me." Again, debauch. We talked about this. This is debauchery. Not what that word means. I'd rather would have. I would have been happier if she said, "This is mophacy." (laughs) At least I could get behind that. I'd have to Google it. Captain Sam would go. That's not a word. Shut Um, up, San San. Um, God, she's dumb. So. Um, it did make me laugh when Sandy said, I wish I could give you a chance after chance. <laughs> but I can't. And your department. The, the best thing that Captain Sandy Have said, Have you ever seen a captain do that? Throw the department heads under like consistently that? Consistently does that for her. For her, but it, other captains. Rarely. Um, they would own it mostly. Um, captain Lee would never say. He would make it. He would take the. Uh, but it's And it's not even. You could. She could say. She said, I listened to my department heads, which was a compliment for her, and it was passing the buck to, honey, the department heads hated you. I was fine. Yeah, I was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love San San. She can always do it. So, y'all, she, the first thing she does is go up to Rachel. God, I wish I could replicate this scene. Um, and she's like, so I'm, I'm leaving Rachel. And, um, she's like, was there anything that wasn't to your liking? And Rachel goes to my liking. She's like, yeah, you know, and she that, can't even bought cause she, she's doing her menus. Yeah, Rachel's doing her fucking job. She's doing a job. She's like, yeah. Cause I was told the department heads have a problem with me. Do they? She's like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we do. <laughs> Without a beat y'all. <laughs> Without a fucking beat. And she said. Yeah, you, you have a problem with like she's like, Oh, really? What like what could I what could I do better? She's like, Well, following through with tasks and blah blah blah. 
and uh, and then she's like, but um, she's like, maybe your attitude during drinking. And she's like, but that's what, she's like, okay, that's all we're done. Move, move on, on to the next, next department. department head, please. I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna say that from now. When I'm done with something, move I'm on to the next department head, please. Move on to the next department head, please. Thank you very much. Thank you. God, dismissed. I mean, <laughs> epic, epic. See, I love Rachel. Weirdly, that's how to handle Camille, and I can't figure out why. None of the other why Fraser or Alyssa have been able haven't been able to do that. Well, because Camille Camille is or Alyssa is so passive aggressive. Yeah. And Camille calls through that. She yeah. hey, she's actually not passive aggressive. She's aggressive. She's aggressive, yeah. And like you said before, they are the two worst personality types yeah. for one you another. You could not scientifically devise. So Alyssa is never going to they literally got with the person that triggers them the most. Yeah. Uh but so she is saying She goes to Fraser too. Hope you says, get a new super stew. She says that to Fraser because she says to Fraser, I'm being let go and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I never wanted this to happen. I don't think you mean that." You sure about that? Like, just you know what? Fucking throwing it at it. But part of this, and y'all, I don't like her, but I respect this. Her just calling out, even though it's really awkward and like a drunk sorority girl's way of going about it. At least she's calling out some of the fakeness. Well, I would respect her if she called it out and then took the note. No, she'll never take the note. That's the deal. Is that she still has this hypocrisy of. When what so, do you mean? I work really hard. When, when Rachel actually did, yeah. told her, yeah, you're doing this and this. And, this. and she goes, really? And yeah. started to get offended by it and just to fight. Well, the thing so about it is, there's no. Ugh. What Rachel did, though, is she realized, oh, this is not worth re- reasoning with this person for. Move on. Where either Fraser or Alyssa would fur- further get into an emotional fight with her about something. Yeah. They would bring in some type of like saying, let's be friendly. That's not how to handle Camille, y'all. I guarantee you, Camille would probably, Camille doesn't like Rachel. She probably respects Rachel, though. Probably. When Camille said, where is this coming from? Because I do my work. And I went, <laughs> ah! That's when you went, that's when I would go, okay, I'm going to have to bring this to you. This is the way things are. This is the way things are. I've had to... Sometimes if you're dealing with children, you say, this is how things are. This is the way, this is how things are. And you just repeat it. She is on planet Murgatroyd. Yeah. Murgatroyd. She's not here, y'all. But, so my next teabag, kind of, she does, with. I think, she she does a little bit with Ross. Ross doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, uh, And he actually, I thought, we talked about this on the last episode. Um, Like, because at first you were kind of like, I thought he was being a dick. But I said, oh. I kind of think, how do you handle her? And he just basically said, you're a great person, but I don't want to talk about this. I kind of right. think that's how you have to handle her. And the funniest thing is, everyone says, even Fraser, I love you. You're a great person. She's, She's not. not. <laughs> it, that's, and, Rachel was the only one who said, yeah, I like you. Rachel, Rachel knows that it's not about liking someone. Yeah. And that's why we're playing this, even Ross, we're pl- it feels like we're playing in the JV league with Fraser. Yeah. It's just. Well, the way <sighs> that's my teabag. Look is- at my sports metaphors. JV league. <sighs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. I, I, do you know what the JV? Yeah. League- junior varsity, not varsity. You only know that because of porn. Maybe. <laughs> there you go. Actually, most gay men know just about sports from porn. It's a lot of so it. It's a lot of that's it. part of it's our education. Mm-hmm. Um, so f- the way Fraser cries <sighs> whenever she leaves, this guy has no business being in charge. Like he's not. I think he'll be a good stew in like six yeah. years. Cheap stew. I, mean. I'm, I have. I really do. Said one of the biggest disappointments of this season is his. Is his performance as Chiefs do for me? It's just, and I and I said as someone who likes him, and I think he's good on good on camera, and I'm sure he's good at his job of daily work. He's just not a good manager of people. He's not. He's not Sandy level, <laughs> who is awful. She, I was gonna say she's not good, um, but he's just not a good manager of people. 
No. And you have to be really good manager, a, a really good manager to be a Chiefs too. Or they have to just be scared of you. And that's never going to work with him. Never going to work with it's him. It's never going to work with him. He wants to be their friend. Yeah. So, um, uh, what's she, your next tea bag? No, I'm just going to say Sandy's, uh, basically, <laughs> Sandy's like, oh, look at all this. Who's her, who's her roommate? And she's like, I'd like to help you, but, um, I got to get you off the boat. <laughs> got it. Well, because Camille is going around to everyone yeah. just, so I'm so sad. So, and Ben is, they're on charter with like two hours. And Ben is so sad. Sad Ben. Ben is like crying. Oh, God. Tony's like, I feel bad, but I don't have to hear them fucking my room anymore. I have lost complete respect. I, I never really had a lot of respect for Ben. I wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Uh, but he, y'all, Ben is just going to be a sad, 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 sad. fuck boy the yeah. rest of the trip. Rest of the trip. Until, the, until another stew comes, maybe, and he can get over Camille in the other girl's pussy. <laughs> wow. That was very descriptive. <laughs> Detailed. Yeah. You didn't say that last episode, and I wish you hadn't this one. <laughs> Tough shit. <laughs> you know what? My first episode's always better than the second time. <laughs> I just want to say this, and then we'll take a commercial. Well, the way Camille acted like she had just walked in a ballroom, diarrhea shat on everyone, and then when she went to leave, say, no one's going to say goodbye to me? Yeah. And then she's like, bitch. She kept saying, Ben, why are you feeling Ben? Ben, you're so nice ben. to me. Ben, she doesn't want to be with Ben. She just wants. You know what she's sad about? She's not sad about leaving Ben. She's sad that she's not going to be on TV anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's all That's she why fucking she cares did about. This. Yes, she was on American Idol before this, y'all. Oh, I forgot. Did you ever hear her sing? Yes. It, it, it's nothing to write home about. It's not as awful as you'd think, though. Really? Yeah. It was this kind of like overdone white girl bluesy sound. You, it's it's the kind of you looked at her and said, I expect you to have a halfway decent voice. That's what it would be like. Is that a compliment? Maybe. <laughs> Y'all, we'll be right back. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. 
And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Captain Lee, it's your girl Sandy here. Yeah, you hey, look good. You look Sans. good, Boat Daddy. Good look, hey, Papa. Hey, Sandy. How's it going? It's good. Yeah. You know, you look, good. You look great. Thank Did I mention? You. I'm feeling better. My doctors, they got me. Yeah, they got care. me so medicated. I'm like a seal in a warehouse. I don't care. Yeah. Just just ready to be strung up, and I wouldn't really, even know I was there. I'm really loving your boat. Really? Thank uh, you. Everything, yeah. Everybody's doing good? You know, everything's, good, Sans, Sans. everything's great. Yeah, talk to Except me, Except for I had to let our talk girl Camille go. What? Yeah. I would say you look sad, but you always look like that. Just kind of sad mouth. She had a nice rack, though. Yeah, really. That. Really. Pretty. What'd you let her go for? Kind of like the girls you would see on those movies late at, late at night on Showtime. Wouldn't never know about the, that. Never the first. Happily married. Never like the first lead. Yeah. But they were like the slutty friend. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. Well, you know, that girl, she all, uh, she was she was like a, a firecracker. I don't know where this is going. In a, a firecracker in a hayfield, just ready to light shit on fire. You know, that she was. That and she was. Let me just say. Yeah. I hated to watch her go, but I loved to watch her walk away. Oh, yeah. Get it? <laughs> yeah, I get that. Us sea dogs, oh, we get it. Us sea dogs, oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotta, talk, gotta go. Yeah, Real what? emergency. Okay. Real captain it, stuff. Okay, well, I'm just, you know, Boop. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy, Captain Lee. By the way, has said that she she uh, did not tell him before she fired Camille. That she, he had to find out later. Was, was he okay with that or no? Ah, uh, he said he would like he would have been like like give it a heads up. Well, you brought this up, and I'm of two minds. I and I actually, I don't even know. I, I'm you said I can't. I, I'm surprised she. Didn't. And I went, well, she's in charge of the ship yeah. though. But then I actually thought about this later. Maybe that's why we were supposed to do this again, so I can come back and say I think you were right. Because I basically said that I think he sh she should have before she fired her. It wasn't like it was a courtesy. It wasn't like it was a situation where it was immediate and imperative to no. get her off the boat. Yeah, even sending a text message would have done it. Because she even talked to Fraser about it and said, "Hey, think about it." Yeah, she should have contacted them and said, "This is where we're going with this." It just feels like it feels it just feels. It's just a little disrespectful yeah. to Captain Lee. This is his boat. He's boat daddy. He's the whole franchise. Yeah. Um, we record. Okay, I'm nervous now. Don't. do so nervous. I swear to God, the next time you do this, I'm breaking your laptop over or breaking your fucking iPad over your head. Well, I'm the one that you has to, to handle all the then. tech. 
I don't get me started. How many times you had to go back to the hotel because you forgot a wig with your overly planned costumes on our live but tour? You know what? There were never any shows deleted. <sighs> we had to change some costume numbers, maybe, but everything was fine. What's your next one? Um, where am I? Um, exactly. I asked myself that on the reg. Uh, I wrote down Haley's ankle is swollen. I hope maybe this won't pay off. Maybe it will. I don't know. Hopefully she doesn't have to leave. Oh, what did you think of? So Ben, we talked about this. Ben's sad, sad. And Ross is even like, it's been two weeks. But he's crying to everyone. He even cries to Captain Sandy. <clears throat> Captain Sandy says, oh, you'll see her again. <laughs> you'll see her again. Like she's like the guidance counselor of the ship. <laughs> This is the problem. You'll stay in touch. The thing is, she wants to be so many things to everyone on this boat. She wants to be a teacher. She wants to be, and, but when she has to be shitty, she loses her temper, and then it becomes emotional for her, because she's emotionally involved. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. Where if she wasn't down in the kitchen helping them constantly. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, There was an issue. I watched an episode of Below Deck Adventure. With Cap- oh, with Cap- that's a fucking mess. It is, but I watched it. It was a fun episode. It's the second to the last episode. I watched it for Leon because we talked yeah. about it. And it was nice because I said, this is my opinion, but I haven't watched the whole season. Mm-hmm. Am I right or not? And da, da, da. But there was an issue between the Chief Stew. Um, and the chef? Uh, what's her name? Freya? Fela? Faye. 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 Faye and the chef. And our, I always forget her name. Um. They've been having issues all season. They've been having issues. Well, the chef is like just emotionally like strung yeah. out. <laughs> but Captain Kerry went because they were having issues together. And he went in. He didn't help. He no. He just went in and watched them work. Yep. Watched the chef work with them. And I went, that's a good move. He's stone cold. It's that stone guy. cold. Yeah. I went, that's a good move. You're not doing the work for her. You're just watching. Yeah. Kind of yeah. made me, reminded me. I I love it when a guy says, just going to watch you. Just going to stand yeah. here. He's not going to solve the problems for like Sandy Wood. Doesn't he... solve my problems. It actually creates one, but I enjoy being watched. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> so, the next scene, my next teabag is, I'm. that's going to... Scars me, and I'm trying to <laughs> catch the bile from coming up in my stomach, in my throat. I didn't talk about that in last episode. No, you didn't. Wish you hadn't. Wish you hadn't in this one. So, y'all, Alyssa is calling her mom, and she's basically like saying, Oh, it can't. Every, no one likes me anymore. Oh, that is a mom, great metaphor. My stomach is bubbling. I'm so insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm over her. Here's, the, here's the, the thing. And she says, I feel like everyone's talking about me. One person is, and that's Ben, because he's butthurt. But the thing is, everyone else is fine. Alyssa, You're yeah. making an issue. You're going to make this an issue when it's not even one. Alyssa. You don't listen to us, but if you do, I'm going to tell you this now. If you continue to give your power away, you will continue to feel powerless. Yeah. And that's exactly what she's Her doing. whole life is probably her been like. Her whole life. Even though she's still very young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, and I, it's interesting. We thought, you know, oh, Camille's the problem. Guess what? Camille's leaving. We're still going to have problems yeah. on this boat because of Alyssa. Yeah. Camille is a huge, huge part of the problem. But Alyssa's kind of Alyssa. I think I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying that. There have been stews before who have done their work fine, but it's a, it creates personal issues between their own personal interactions with the other crew members. Um, that's what it's going to become between her and Ross or Katie or her and Ben. It's going to put certain things uh, as a problem, mm-hmm. and it's going to keep going. Um, I, I, by no means, y'all, we're not at smooth sailing anymore. It's no. still, it's still going to be rocky with this crew. And we see from, um, and we see kind of on this season of Below Deck, a lot of that is because of Fraser and his leadership. Yep. 
That's and being and to his credit or to his, Alyssa and Camille are hard people to manage for two different reasons. Camille is so aggressive. Alyssa is actually. You don't see you you if you don't vet her enough, you don't you don't think she's going to be a problem because she does her work, right? But you don't realize she takes it on responsibility. She takes the responsibility of not only doing her work. But even if Alyssa wasn't in charge, right. she would be critical of other people's work. Yeah. And she takes everything personally. She takes everything yeah. super personally. It's a hard thing to manage. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. I think if all these people didn't realize that we weren't we needed to be friends first. And that's what Fraser is creating. Like, oh my God, I'm so thankful for having all of you here, blah, that blah, blah. That stupid speech he gave, like, we'll pull it together this time. And he get, he 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 put the shittiest band-aid over a gaping wound. Yeah. Agree. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say gaping wound you. I know it turns you on. <laughs> no. Jesus. You've, you've heard it too much. That's gross. There goes gaping wound. Ow. How, <laughs> head injury. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say uh, Sandy has dinner with the guests. This and dinner y'all was too long. Remember. Sandy hates talking to normal, normal people, people. <laughs> which she was caught basically saying at one of these Bravo cons. Yeah, she was. Um, she if, hates unless they're it. celebrities, she doesn't want to talk to them. No. And so she's just listening. Like, I think you pointed out last time, she's like, she's like, yeah, you get a kid. Oh, nice. Nice. When's dinner? When's it? Just, I, I, need to, I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. Uh, I need to go and uh, check on dinner. So she gets involved. And again, Sandy's right. The, the, the courses are taking too long in between. Also, a tasting menu is exhausting. It This, Rachel's coming up with seven to eight courses. That's gonna take two hours, y'all. Um, yeah. But as Sandy says, well, you got one course from one place, second course from another, and your dessert from another, you're done. Serve you're done. a hot dog, it's fine. Hot dog, it's American. <laughs> Put a scoop of ice cream. And you know what? And then she... Uh, someone, a chef would do that, and Shandy was goes, "Well, this is nice at all. This is not five star. It's not five star. Yeah, not what I expect. Yeah. So, but anyway, Sandy gets involved in the food. Say things have to get the out here. woman quicker. spills her own soup, and Alyssa goes, "Well, our, and Sandy looks at Alyssa and says, "Well, that's her problem. Her fault. Shouldn't have poured, should, shouldn't have made them pour the soup." <laughs> so now she's an expert on food on things. service as well. Yeah. She even when she like the dinner is taking forever. Forever, it's like two and a half hours, and Sandy gets up and leaves. What can I do? And what walks down the kitchen. She's like, "Service is terrible. What can I do?" And Rachel says, "Well, if you want to go back up, she's like, oh, 'Oh, I'm not going back up there. <laughs> I don't want to talk to those I, morons. I gotta go to bed. I, now, that's all I can do.' One of you know, she didn't even say goodnight to them. She just said, uh, "Excuse me, I'll be back." She yeah. didn't even <laughs> she fucking Irish goodbye them at y'all. When when people like Sandy or people sometimes like a boss or something will. We'll, that you might think they're being helpful with, like, what can I do? What can I do? What they're a lot of times, what they're actually saying is, I'm saying, what can I do? So later on, I can say, I offered to help you. They're not really offering. Well, to and help. I'm offering, what can I do to remind you of what you of what you haven't do. done? What you haven't done? Yeah, and I'm not saying that's for everybody, but there's certain people. It's the tone that she's using. But a lot of managers will do that. Yeah. And to think like, look how selfless I'm being. It's that kind of fake selflessness. Uh, of, I'm down here working in the trenches like you. Just like you. I can do it. I work hard. Like Camille. Don't you want to work hard? Because <laughs> that's the thing. That's how it works, Camille. You see me working hard and you want to work as hard as me. <laughs> I, I will say this. We can't, for my next teabag, I've had a... I'm wondering if it's a different thing than we thought. We came really hard for Imogen. Um, Imogen. Imogen. Sorry, I said it wrong with last time. <laughs> so Southern. Imogen. Imogen. Well, I got a friend. She's got an Imogen. Um, we, with her earbuds at the table. We drug her <laughs> for five minutes on the last podcast about wearing earbuds at the and table. I, and I said I would have forcibly removed them from their her ears. What if she was listening to a Captain Sandy DJ set? <laughs> We didn't think about that. So Paula Cole remix. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Cowboys, 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 Four non-blondes slash Paula Cole mashup. If you, that you thought you never needed. Yes. If you fucked to Linda Perry, you're a lesbian. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I you know you know me. My my taste ranges from from uh questioning bisexual girl to full lesbian. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> like you go in my you you go into my uh my Apple music. And my Apple Music says, did you go to Smith? <laughs> Can we sell you some Smith alumni oh. stuff? That's what it, That's I, what it I, says. I, yeah, my, my, it's, it's my, it's a little gay and I do, I do indie stuff, gay stuff and or lesbian music and, and kind of like KCRW indie stuff and, and, and kind of. Emo, feely music from when I was in college. <sighs> Enneagram four. Yep. yep. Okay. We didn't do this before, but we're going to do this now. Great. And now it's time for. What a if re- I don't want to? Uh, too late. <laughs> now it's time for a reality gaze theater. Oh. <laughs> we. That's the ship bell. <laughs> and action. Who are we? You You'll understand. Me. Okay. Oh, yes, Captain. Captain, yes, I'm calling you from um, the ship across. We're just right here across the water. Oh, ben, Sorry to ben, wake you. Yeah, Ben just got me. He's a pretty little boy here. He's yes. got nice cheeks. Uh, Captain, Captain, uh, hold just on. wanted to. Wait, you yeah. drug, you dragged me out of bed for brawless for what? Uh, <laughs> you won't believe the dream I was having about uh, Mariska Hargitay and <laughs> Faye Dunaway. My, <laughs> that's a, Faye Dunaway's playing her mother. By the way, that's quite a Captain. Okay? Very, very yeah. titillating scene. Okay, um, Captain, um, just want to let you know, I need you to move. Maria Bello was there as well. Um. Yeah, still need Where you to we? move. The wind's kind of I windy. Don't move Do you know for what? any man. You're a man. Do you know? Don't man talk me, man. I'm not man talking. I'm just man it's windy. captains. Do you I'm know a what? lady captain. Well, it's windy. You know, like when the wind blows your pretty girly hair and you get windy. That's what could happen to the You've boat. You've never seen me. Okay. Because my All hair right. doesn't move. Oh, right. In well. the wind. Well, I need you to move your ship. I need I'm you not to moving move. anything. You know what you need to move? You need yep. to move your penis boat away from my boat. I'd rather not speak to you again tonight, Captain. You're pointing. You're, you're, all I hear when you open your mouth is penis, penis, penis. And I'm not interested. <laughs> Give a good night, Captain. <laughs> yeah, I hope I never talk to you again, penis. Y'all, this was a takedown. <laughs> and see. She roasted this she, motherfucker. And it was well-deserved. I kind of enjoyed it. I, I, and the, what the, an asshole. Like, I hope it's the last time we speak to one another. Even Ben was like, she's 100% right. Yeah. Like, no, he was, he was an asshole, but I just. And he kept saying, yeah. I need you to move. And then she said, I don't want to move I'm my crew moving. in the middle of the night. I'm not moving. And he said, I didn't want to move my crew in the middle of the night. Y'all. The the thing of it is I'm, I was making fun of Sandy, but she was totally in the right. Yeah, she's a hundred percent, and yeah. it kind of I love that she she wasn't rude, but she was just like fuck off. Yeah, not moving. <laughs> Maria Bello. <laughs> One of our like you you could see Maria Bello on screen, and you would go. She's with women, right? <laughs> There's just who is Maria Bello? Maria Bello is an actress. She's blonde. Look her up. I feel like I know her. Yeah. No, you don't know her. You don't know her in person. You might you might have seen her before. Maria. Wait, I know Maria. She's a comedic actor, right? No, she's not. <laughs> you don't know anything. Oh, I don't know her at all. <laughs> Boy, she's engaged to her girlfriend. Yeah, there you go. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Y'all, if you had a... 
if you saw Maria Bello in like a movie or an independent movie or on TV and you go, why that woman, there's something so compelling about her. You a lesbian now. She was in, <laughs> oh, she was in Coyote Ugly. Yeah, that's, she's, she's had movies. Oh, she was in The Woman King. Yeah. Oh, and The Mummy too. She's had a too. lot of TV. Good for her. Um, we need to talk about. I saw in some independent movie. She was great. We need to talk about Captain Sandy getting involved in the kitchen. This happens every season. Where it does happen, every, but it ha- it's not with Rachel. Yeah, and but honestly, Rachel handled it well when she's like, she you know, right? Captain brought her food, up there. Your food is terrific. Your food is spectacular. You got to do better on time. Got to do better. And Rachel says this feedback is valid. valid. Yeah. Well, the thing, y'all, what Captain Sandy's going to do is the next time she has this conversation with Rachel, it's not going to be as nice. No. Things are kind of... This is a good mid-season episode because things are starting to fall apart. Yep. Fraser's falling apart. Rachel is losing it. We Ben says Camille... Pardon me. Camille is, Camille is a superstar. It was a superstar worker, which I don't know, what again, what planet he's no. on, but he says it because there becomes a trash issue. Yeah. Ben is a deranged teenage girl he at this is, point. He is. But there's this issue of, I guess, the deck crew now is taking out the trash. And before, yep. probably Camille did that because she was both things. Well, I don't know. But they it is it is historically common for the deck crew to do certain jobs for interiors. Like serving when there's when they're down or when they when they need to bring out food a lot of times um sometimes bosuns and first officers get attitude about it um and so it's a little bit of a flack between the chief stew usually they would come to the chief stew about it and not gripe um but what's happening now is they're this going to be it's going to get messy yeah cuz yeah. and ben is going to start Little deranged teenage girl uh, kind He's, of gossip fest. Yeah, he is with uh, with the rest of the crew and get them feeling put upon. Tony is ripe for it. Yep. And so you, all you have to do is get Katie involved, and the deck crew doesn't even want to help you. And Katie's going to get pushed because we saw this season on Alyssa is going to fuck it up and try to <laughs> fuck Ross again because oh. she can't help because she's got to have all the attention. And then we see. Y'all, I talked to this on the last episode. Fraser, Fraser made a big mistake when he tried to correct Captain Sandy yeah. in front of someone else. Last, that was last episode. Yeah. Y'all, ain't no drama like lesbian and gay men drama. Gay men can't tell a lesbian what, to, it triggers them. It does. It triggers like, the fuck out of them. We're in the community, so I guess they assume we should know better. Yeah. They don't like to be manslaughtered, but when a gay man oversteps, she's going to punish him and, the rest of and the trip you, for that. And she'll never forgive him for this. Never. Yeah. It's not going to go good. This is, this is, this is, she'll unleash about a, if she unleashes one-tenth of Han, Hannah anger. Um, not gonna, he's going to completely fold. And she, and Kevin said he wanted to fuck her. So <laughs> it's kind of like, one. it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's going to be really bad. And the thing is, he would net. The thing about you know this with Fraser, he would never step to Captain Lee like that. Never, never. never. So that's it. And Captain Sandy knows that. She knows that. Yeah. So I I understand why Sandy freaks out sometimes because people people have mouthed off to her, especially men, gay or straight. Yeah. In things that you would never say to uh, a male captain. So I'm I'm I I get it. But boy, Sandy just like will hold on to it and yeah. 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 And it's entertaining to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all be prepared for fireworks later on this season. This is, I thought this was going to be a boring season. I think it's going to, it's going to heat up. We we thought it was going to be boring after Camille left. Yeah, me too. But we forgot Alyssa just brings the same crazy in a different way or just as intense. It's going to be more personal issues instead of just business of the boat. It's going to feel more insidious, like from the yeah, inside in. It's going to be more more crew personal issues now. Yeah. You know what? I think this was a better episode than last time. You're welcome. It wasn't. It wasn't. I thought it was. 
was. We talked about different Yo, things. You can, you can DM him. It was tighter. We didn't go off on so many tangents. I'd prefer that. Maybe we record them <laughs> each time that twice. So that was helpful. Y'all, that's a show. That, that's a show. That's a show. That's a show. Get tickets for our digital worldwide moment, Please February sixth. February on our 6th. Instagram. It's only gone up one week and then it's gone. And the like, and the after party goes away that night. Like Poodle in the Maldives, it's just gonna go in for a week <laughs> and then it's gone for. A, and then something lingers, but you don't know what that is, and you go to the doctor. I just linger in your memory. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, that's the show. You can find us at realitygays.com. Barely go to the Maldives anymore. We'll see you next picture week. picture is everywhere. <laughs> Until then, y'all, it's what, Poodle? Anchors a gay! Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.